All right, welcome in. Latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. Oh, I forgot to say, brought to you by Twisted Tea in my book. <laughs> Dude, we're screwing this up. It's almost the end of the season. But uh, anyway, I'm your host, Michael Bratton. Go by SEC Mike. Joined, as always, by Cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls. Final podcast from the Duplex Studio. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, buddy? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Yeah, it's kind of sad, Mike. Kind of sad. You got we got duct tape exposed back here. I mean, the <laughs> set's barely hanging on to dear life. It's kind of like my my belt come Friday, you know, just fighting for its life here. Oh man. Hey, it's kind of sad, but again, we're rolling into my favorite week, your favorite week, Mike. We have got a slate of games. We've got food upon i mean i was doing pretty good on the diet it's it's a train wreck now mike i've already started already huh uh, well i mean i mean we're several days now for about three weeks now i've been <laughs> okay. kind of prepping for this thanksgiving okay. meal you know but but uh I, I finally got it and then we've got this uh little chart you got got up so i've been thinking about thanksgiving all day long about what is actually going to be on my plate what is good you know so um, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to some family and, and friends and, and, and more, most importantly, man, just hanging out with you one last time this season, drinking a cold beer and, yeah. and talking football together. Yeah. How about this comment from Brett Shane? He says, where the hell is all that twisted tea money? The <laughs> set looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it looks that bad. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Saw the expo- I tried to fix that duct tape. It's the installments, last minute, you know, so you can yeah. tell the check's not quite here yet. So, <laughs> uh, but all right, buddy. Hey, oh man, I forgot to uh, upload this graphic, but I'll do it as we speak here. But it is, well, not technically Thanksgiving, but it's about to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when all these great rivalry games are about to kick off and everything. So, uh, before we get into that, Shane, before we get into the prize picks, before we get into our game picks, we want to take a little time and, um, you know, Right, let's start with you. What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving, Shane, while I upload this graphic here? Yeah, well, that's a great, great question, Mike. Um, you know, I'm thankful for my family, uh, you included, um, you know, because you know, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that don't have family, you know, maybe yeah. tuning in today that, you know, we're, we're the only family they got, you know, a couple of cousins in East Tennessee, and I'm cool with that too, you know, so I, I'm thankful to be surrounded by a lot of loved ones and um, you know, my, my wife giving me the time to do these podcasts, you know, take yeah. away from the family, uh, um, you know, all the work that, that you've put in to make this podcast happen. You know, I'm extremely grateful, uh, thankful for everybody listening. Cause if they weren't, we wouldn't be doing this, you know? Yeah. So thankful for all the cousins that's taking their time. You know, I talked to a lot of great people Saturday and one of the things they said, is like, Hey man, I signed up for my bookie for you guys. I signed up for prize picks for you guys, you know, so I'm, I'm thankful you, you did that to help us out. And, and it truly has. And, you know, this is a show, you know, this may be the last time the Plex, this ain't the last time we're going to have a live show together, Mike, we are on a trajectory right now. And, and sooner than later, we're going to be in a studio together 24 seven. And we do that because of the listeners. So I'm thankful for everybody taking 
their time to 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 help us out um yeah they're wondering if are you fired or something like that they're, they're wondering they're saying is this the last show is because <laughs> <laughs> no no not fired no no um everything's good everything's real good and it's been a great season you know it's been a, we still got a lot of good football left you yeah. know so i'm thankful that you know we have that sport to do because you know it wasn't too long ago we had the COVID hit and we thought we were going to lose football for a minute you know right it's like you don't realize how and, and on on the opposite side, family too. You know this this Thanksgiving. If you got some loved ones out there that you maybe haven't talked to in a while, you know you only get so many laps around the sun. So reach out. You never know that phone call may may really mean something. These holidays are, you know they they can be dark for some folks out there. So you know because they don't have somebody to share with. So if you're thinking about somebody you work with or you know a friend or loved one, something like that, a, a, a little five minute phone call you know, could mean the world to them. So uh, if, you know, so that's my little public service announcement there, but it, it, it does mean a lot to, you know, cause I've, I've been on the receiving end of that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And just to clarify, if people aren't confused, it's, well, this ain't the last show, but it's the last <laughs> one in this room that we're, well, Shane may actually stay here and, and do the, some of the shows from here, but I'm going back to Nashville. Um, hell, I mean, I haven't talked about this, but like I left like my girlfriend. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. You thank your wife. I gotta thank my girlfriend. I mean, she's she's probably better off without me. But uh, you know, it's been months, so I gotta go back home. Season's coming to an end. Yeah, not really, but the weekly grind. Right. You know, we can only talk Georgia, Alabama, so many times next week. You right. know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, yeah, the show's not going anywhere. But it's the holidays, and I just I feel like I I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I, I got to go back. But, uh, yeah, I, I, a lot of what you said, I'm I'm very thankful for the audience, Shane. Without the yeah. audience, there is no show. Yeah. That's number one for me always. And, you know, people take advantage of the sponsorship opportunities. But uh, family, like you said, football. I just love football. That's yeah. why we do this yeah. freaking show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because we're diehards over here. So, uh, yeah, I, I, am, I am ready, Shane. So this is kind of what we had in mind. I, I got the graphic uploaded here. Now, I did not make this. People are yeah. confused. They're like, oh, my God, how could you not have? Devil eggs on yeah. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, people that are watching can see, but people that will be listening to this tomorrow, it's a it's a fantasy game. Build your perfect Thanksgiving lineup. You only got 20 bucks to spend. Mm -hmm. And there's main course option. You got to pick a main course, a potato dish, a si two side dishes, mm -hmm. and a dessert. And you got to spend $20 worth to make the perfect Thanksgiving meal plate. So let's go over the main course options first. And again, so you only got 20 bucks. Right. The whole turkey, that'll cost you five bucks. Ham, four bucks. White turkey, three bucks. Dark meat turkey, two bucks. And tofu turkey, one dollar. <laughs> so get the hell out of here with that nonsense. So where are you going, Shane, for your, your <clears throat> fantasy? Uh, let's just do main course right now. You remember, you got 20 bucks to spend. Well, I'm not too picky when it comes to the bird. Um, so I if if I'm going to a plate and there's all the turkeys cut up, most of the time I'm going to go for the white meat. Right. But when it gets down to the dark meat, I'm still going to eat it and I'm still going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It's just if I had to pick one, I'm probably a lean a little more toward toward the the white meat, but I'm on a budget, man. Right. So give me $2 dark meat. I think that is the best value on this board right now. 
Um, so hmm. I'm going to start out with here because I need to save some money for the later rounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the first time I've seen you be cheap with food here, Shay. Usually yeah. you go, give me 50 bucks worth. I'll, I'll pay the price. But is it just me, Shane? Or, I mean, growing up, I, I only liked white meat. Now I like dark meat a little bit. Yeah. But still, uh, if it's Thanksgiving, I got to go white meat. It's, so I'm yeah. I'm going three bucks on on the just white meat. And 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 I guess it's it's I'm a little bit different because with chicken, I love the you know I love wings. I love I love the the thighs. I love the dark meat. You know, but for some reason the turkey is just the the turkey breast is 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 it. You know, right. So all right. So what you got, Shane, for your potato dish? And again, let me run run down these real quick for the audio folks. Mashed potatoes cost you five bucks. Mm-hmm. Sweet potatoes four. Uh, are you gratin? Oh, gratin. How do you say that? I don't know how yeah, you say. Yeah, gratin potatoes. That's like sliced scallop potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's three bucks. <laughs> I'm that guy. You <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm that guy. Don't ask me where to hike, Mike. But if you want to know what potato dish is on the table, I'm your dude. Roasted potatoes two bucks and a baked potato one dollar. Yeah. So where? Where are you going with the potatoes? Well, here? and clarification, Mike, on this picture, uh, the sweet potato. Now, he's getting pumped up, man, talking about Thanksgiving food. I get it. <laughs> I'm right there with him. That is a sweet potato casserole, yeah. you know. And and I want to pause there for a second, Mike, because growing up in our house, there was no such thing as a sweet potato casserole. There was, you know, candy jams, yeah. things like that. Never was a huge fan. And I'll never forget, I was probably around – 15, 16, something like that. And I'm at someone else's home and that rolls out. And I was like, how long has this existed? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could you imagine? That's like, like vacations growing up. We didn't do it because we were poor. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, you go places like to the ocean. You know, it's like people are doing this. So once I discovered sweet potato casserole, I never went back. I absolutely love it. But staple in our life, was always mashed potatoes and gravy. So you're asking, Shane, why are you saving so much money on dark, on dark meat? Well, this is why. Because I'm bringing two potato dishes to my to my table. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm going against the rules here. But I've got $2 for the, the dark meat. Five bucks, which I think is a little too much for mashed potatoes, but I got to have it because it's, it's a staple. Mm-hmm. And $4 for sweet potato <laughs> casserole. That's right. I am... Two in, and I'm already eleven dollars in in this meal. <laughs> Somehow I ain't surprised. <laughs> Is there anything? I mean, what are you going with? What are, What are you leaning? Uh, well, here? I'm not cheating, so I'm just going one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going sweet potatoes for sure. That, I mean, yeah. that to me, I would have paid five bucks for it. So I feel like I'm getting a deal right there. I agree. I, I, I like mashed potatoes. I will never pass up on a real Thanksgiving. You're right. Yeah, we we'll get both. But here I'm I'm going with one. Sweet potatoes over mashed potatoes all day for me at a cheaper rate. Come on. Well, and you know, it's funny. It's like, like it's the pairing a little bit of Turkey with mashed potatoes and gravy is spot on a little bit of Turkey with sweet potato casserole Mm -hmm. is its own thing, you know? So I like to live both. I like to do both. So yeah, I'm not changing. I'm going with both here. Right. Okay. So what's your uh, side dish? Number one. And again, for people just listening tomorrow, stuffing is five bucks. Corn looks like just corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. Could be any corn, I think. Four bucks. Uh, green bean casserole, which we know your your evil thoughts on that. <laughs> Three bucks. 
collard greens two bucks and for some reason whoever made this damn thing put beets on here for for one buck <laughs> yeah. i never seen a beet on a thanksgiving no. i mean it looks pretty but uh, i'm telling you what this some of these dishes should not even exist if i see it at your thanksgiving dinner i'm just saying you know no thank you like cast green bean casserole this is a hill that i know i'm gonna die on but it does not belong on the on the table it does it's not part of thanksgiving in my opinion he's ready yeah so I mean, he's pumped up. He's mad. He, are they, I get it. Are they hammering next door? They waited till we started the show. And then <laughs> they wanted to start working. <laughs> Come on, on it. it's seven o'clock. So day. I'm going uh, stuffing here. Um, I, I know you're saying Shane, you're out of money. You're right. But corn yeah, casserole. Wait, wait How much are you spending on this here? Well, I'm telling you that I'm obviously some sacrifices are going to be made okay. the rest of the rounds here. But I'm going uh, stuffing five bucks okay. and no corn, no casserole, no collard greens, definitely no beets. Okay, well, you spent a lot of time. Too much time. But you didn't talk about green bean casserole for three bucks. And I know you hate it. I hate it. <laughs> That's kind of why yeah. I went with it. But uh, I could go with any of these other than the beets. I, I don't know. I've never got stuffing. I mean, hmm. I, mean it's, I think it's a little overrated. It's, it's certainly overrated for five bucks. Yeah. So I, I feel bad now. Uh, I got to eat some kind of vegetables. Yeah. And I don't think. This green bean casserole is that good for you. <laughs> it's green. So I, give me give me that for three bucks. And I, I feel like I'm going to destroy you in these later rounds. Yeah, I think the, you know, the green bean, nothing against, again, I'm not bashing that community. Mm -hmm. If you want to eat your green beans, you eat them. But, you know, the stuffing is like, <laughs> and, and not, the, not the expensive. You ever been to like a real fancy place and they get a little too fancy with the stuffing? CB, but you'll yeah. you'll enjoy this comment. Green bean casseroles like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay me twenty dollars just to eat the shit. So no, give me uh give me stuffing here. And obviously these next few rounds I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle. And then Will says Shane's face when you said stuffing was bad. Accusing <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's name in vain here. You don't do that. All right, so we got a secondary side dish, Shane. And again, if you're just listening tomorrow. Mac and cheese, five bucks. Yeah. Brussels sprouts, four bucks. Squash, three bucks. Mm -hmm. Cranberries, two bucks. Cream corn, one dollar. Mm -mm. Where are you going with your second dish here, Shane? Problem is, Mike, I'm out of money and I'm squashing the entire side <laughs> item here. Mac and cheese, overrated. In fact, it shouldn't really? even be on the, on the, spectrum anyway brussels sprouts squash mm -hmm. the only one i can make an argument here is the cranberries but if you look it's that fancy cranberry it's not out of the can you can't see the lines you know what i'm saying right so i am just totally squashing the side dish so none none zero well you probably don't got room on your plate with all these potato dishes so i get it uh but yeah so i i, I obvious to me i can't believe you what you said mac and cheese is the obvious answer uh, maybe you just haven't had a good one yet. Five dollars for mac and cheese? What am I, five? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mac and cheese, you can eat 363 days out of the year, but not on Christmas, not on Thanksgiving. You know, it just seems like a it seems like a wasted dish. Now, maybe you're right, you know, because I've I've had some of that fancy cheese, you know, with the che crusty cheese on top. Yeah. That's those are good. I'm not gonna, I'm not knocking that. And in the real world, don't think Shane won't have some of that on his real plate. <laughs> but budget Shane, not going to do it. It's just it's not Thanksgiving without mac and cheese <laughs> to me. 
CB says cranberries are like a punter, not needed. <laughs> All right, so that now we're at your favorite, Shane. Dessert, yeah. everybody's favorite here. Uh, again, if you're listening tomorrow, we got. Uh, I got to take down this little banner real quick. We've got pumpkin pie, five mm-hmm. bucks. Apple pie, four bucks. Sweet potato pie, two. Pecan pie, one dollar. Or excuse me, two dollars. And carrot cake for one dollar. Mm-hmm. Where are you going with the dessert here, Shane? <sighs> Mike. For those that are listening, and I don't even up, know if you got any money left. Here's the problem: I got four bucks. Okay, I'm down four dollars. Now pecan pie is sitting pretty. In fact, it's my favorite pie that's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I would definitely what carrot cake. Look, there's a Saban's carrot cake over there, but <laughs> I can't do it because the extras. You right. got to pay attention to the extras down there. Have you gone over those yet? Not yet. No. We we okay. missed. I missed it the first walkthrough, but yeah. I was gonna I was gonna throw the curveball at the audience here because there is at the very bottom three bucks for gravy. Yeah, that's a, that's almost an essential. Two bucks for biscuits. One one dollar for Hawaiian rolls. I don't know when that became a thing, but I've never not seen it at Thanksgiving <laughs> now. And then one buck for uh, cornbread. Yeah. So you're saying. Bullshit. Shane is not <laughs> skipping dessert, but I am skipping dessert. Why? Because sweet potato casserole is kind of like a dessert. You know, if you get yeah. the good stuff with right. the brown sugar and the pecans, you kind of like you already had a piece of pecan pie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going down. I can't have mashed potatoes without gravy. So I'm spending three bucks on gravy and give me the flying Hawaiian rolls. That will finish out my meal. Um, and then I'll sneak a piece of pecan when nobody's looking. Wait, so you're going gravy and uh, Hawaiian roll? Hell yeah, I am. Look at me, man. You, I mean, you just didn't give a damn about my dessert. You, you knocked no, me I, over sorry. to get to the rolls here. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I went, I mean, I think pecan pies is the best here. Yeah. yeah. So for two bucks, that's, that's a steal. That's, that's a steal. That's not a deal. That's a steal. And then I got enough money because I, I budget, unlike Shane here. I, I'm going biscuits, two bucks. And cornbread to round me out for I, I think I got the better the much better. All you got is a bunch of potatoes, dark meat. Oh yeah. And you skip desserts, you skipped a side. Yeah, just the best plate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just round one. Let's do it again. Round two. What do you get? <laughs> How about this comment? Shane Brett says Shane lives outside the constructs of this matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't paint within the lines here, Mike. You know? Oh my gosh. Nina says the food podcast has been the most focused cousin Shane has been all year. <laughs> it's the only time I have had notes coming into this thing. Oh no, I love it. I love I, obviously I love food, but it's still it's fun. You know, you're you got football going on in the background. You you go back, make you a little turkey sandwich later. You know, it's just, oh man, it's just a lot of my favorite memories was around food and football. You know, and 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 this holiday in particular. You know, especially if you've you've got some, you know, maybe some grandparents you lost or something like that. You know, we used to used to be a big thing at our house. You know, we had a big old family meal and it's just kind of dwindled down a little bit. Now we're creating our own traditions with our kids and stuff. Right. So, uh, you, you need to do that by focusing on this meal and, and the football and friends around you. Well, appreciate you, Mike, Michael Kelly. He just threw us 10 bucks. Thank you, Mike. Says happy Thanksgiving to, uh, his favorite cousins. Are we going to the sec championship? Would love to see y'all. <laughs> well, we tried. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> we tried. We tried. We got denied. So yeah. Uh, again, I don't. I don't think anybody owes us anything. So I'm not mad or anything like that. I mean, I. I think we're grateful to go to like media days and stuff yeah. like that. But 
we'll get there. But we are not, I guess, at the point yet where we made the cut. And there's a bit, you got to imagine, final one with the East and West, Georgia and Bama. They just said they had a lot of people. Absolutely. They, they didn't say you're unworthy. They right. just said so many people have requested. I kind of like to know where that line was. Though. Like, <laughs> were we close or, you know, is it? I don't I, think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because this is this is going to be dubbed one of the most anticipated SEC championships. Yeah. And we got a whole nother week to talk about that. But I get it. It's it's a tough venue. It's The, the tickets are going to be really, really expensive to get in there. And, mm-hmm. and we did attempt to get down there. Unfortunately, we weren't able to. But, uh, you know, next year. We'll just keep hammering at it, keep going. Well, eventually, we'll be at all these games. Right. All right, Shane. So we get we got we got a lot of picks to make. Yeah. But before we get to that, as always, got to remind the audience: head on over to Prize Picks, sponsor of the show, three seasons now with Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports over at Prize Picks, and it's not just college; it's it's all uh, NFL, baseball, basketball. They got to show all covered at Prize Picks, but we love it because they got the SEC players, Shane. And because we're doing this so early, I don't think they've got the Saturday board yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of limited in my selections. But I still, they got so many games covered at, at prizepicks.com. Yeah. Promo code SEC, they'll match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks. So many selections even for Thursday. I got a couple winners here for you. you want to Okay, hear? let's lay it on me, man. All right, Jackson Dart. Rumor is he's banged up. He may not even play in this game. Now, I think he will. But I, I think he's going to be limited. Under. Because if you if he's hurt, yeah. he ain't running the ball. Yeah, under twenty five and a half rushing yards for Jackson Dart. Now, if he was full go, he's one hundred percent. I'd probably go over, but yeah. And who knows? I mean, I don't want to tip my hand here. Could be a blowout. I'm not saying it will be, but that's another thing. If it is, maybe he doesn't play as much. Uh, I don't know what's your thoughts on that Jackson Dart under twenty five and a half rushing yards against Mississippi State. It's risky, man. It's risky because one good run and he's over it. So. Um, but a couple sacks and he, know, he starts deducting it, you know. But it seems like too, there's always these games that pop up, and you're saying, "Hey, you know, he's banged up. He's not." Then all of a sudden, he he looks like you know, like he's he's not having he has any ailments out there. So, right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think there's going to be a lot of action. I am not, and I hate to say it because I just told you how thankful I am, but I am not getting on bet with that one. Okay, how about this one? Trey Harris, outstanding yeah. Ole Miss receiver, over. 67 and a half receiving yards and I'm, I'm double whamming here and over half a touchdown for oh, Trey yeah. Harris. Yeah. Give me that. Give me some of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then one more Shane. It's like pecan pie at $2. Come on now. <laughs> Get in on it. <laughs> Will Rogers back in the fold, yeah. knocking off Russ last. He, he apparently gave this impassioned speech. He's going to be fired up. It's probably his last egg bowl. Yeah. I mean, he could come back, but I, I don't know if he will. We'll get we'll tackle that all off season. But Will Rogers over, and here's where I really like it. It's not just rushing; yeah. it's total touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So if he runs a touchdown, you know, it could be a quarterback sneak. If he catches a touchdown for some reason, he's probably not going to catch one. But if uh, over one and a half touchdowns for Will Rogers in any, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's going to be a lot of scores in this game. So right. you tell me Will ain't going to get one of them or two of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. Okay. Well, let's get into the action then, Shane. And we'll start right there. I'm just going in order because it's Thursday, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We got to tackle this one first. Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Rebels favored by 10 points on the road. The over-under is 55 and a half points. Game kicks off 730 Eastern, 630 Central on ESPN. 
uh, who you like in the Egg Bowl, one of our favorite games on the SEC calendar. Definitely one of the favorite games, Mike. Hey, do you want to hit that green button there? I don't know if it's too yeah, late for that. Yeah, too late, pretty much. <laughs> what is it? You know, it's the last, <laughs> last time. It's the last time I could critique you and, and, and while you're here, so I'm getting it in. But, hey, man, this this is always a good game. And, and I always go back to the you, – you remember the dog peeing game? It's just like, you know, this nobody was – sometimes this game gets lost throughout the year until it's, until it's in action. When everybody's watching this, everyone watches this game, Mike, because it is on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and and so I'm so thankful that we get to watch this football game. I figured I'm going to throw out a couple of locks this weekend, Mike. Oh, baby, starting with this one here, and I know the quarterback situation's a little bit up in the air. Um, you got Will Rogers coming back. You got Mike saw the picture, so you guys are about to see it too. I just don't – I for some for some reason, I want to think that this is going to come down to the wire. It should come down the wire. Every egg bowl comes down the wire. But, Mike, I think, I think Mississippi State team is in trouble. I think the Bulldogs are in trouble because even if Jackson is banged up and, yeah, he may not run, it does not matter. There are so many weapons hitting on all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. And Lane Kiffin's out for blood. He does uh, last week a little bit of a of, of a slow start, and and I think that was kind of the wake up call they needed that they can't just sleepwalk through these games anymore. I expect a lot of points, and I expect them mainly on the Ole Miss side of the ball here. So first lock of the weekend comes on Turkey Day: Ole Miss thirty five, Mississippi State twenty. Hmm, that hurts, Shane. Yeah, I'm gonna throw up your little. <laughs> Grim Reaper eating uh, Thanksgiving meal with a shark. <laughs> I mean, these get more wild each week, you know it. So, yeah, that's 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 a great pick, Shane. Um, real quick, I don't know that anybody cares at this point, but uh, they just came out with the playoff rankings. You know, yep. they do every whatever, but they don't change much because mm-hmm. nobody's damn losing. I'm gonna run down these real quick. Uh, and this this is just live. That's why I'm doing it. And they emailed it to me. Georgia number one, no surprise. Ohio State two, yeah. Michigan three, Washington four, Florida State five, Oregon six, Texas seven, Alabama eight, Mizzou nine. So I mean, I think these are all the damn same. Louisville ten, Penn State eleven, Ole Miss twelve, Oklahoma thirteen, LSU fourteen, Arizona what fifteen. Oregon State, 16, Iowa, 17, Notre Dame, 18, Kansas State, 19, Oklahoma State, 20, 21, and Tennessee, but they're hey, still in the rankings. Hanging on there, dear life. <laughs> NC State, 22, Tulane, 23, Clemson, 24, and Liberty, number 25. I just wanted to throw that out there. But, um, hmm. Yeah, my, my dog's crying over that one, yeah, Jay, because he loves the he loves, he loves it like I do. Are, are you a little, I mean... I mean, this is kind of crazy because it seems like every year when we get to these Final Four that we're saying, "Hey, two teams, possibly three, is going to make it into the SEC uh, to the uh, national championship, uh-huh. you know, or at least the top four. So, are, are you a little worried about that? Because you got Georgia just sitting there up by themselves. I mean, the closest one's Alabama. What does that look like if Alabama knocks off Georgia? Yeah, you know, is there is it? Do you see a scenario? And I think I think 
they'd burn it down. But do you see a scenario where one SEC team does not make it into the college football playoffs? It seems pretty unlikely. Uh, but there are five undefeateds. Yeah. And the highest one loss is Oregon, which is interesting. And next is Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, Ohio State, Michigan, one of them's going to knock each other off. Washington, Oregon, one of them's going to knock each other off. So there, there, there's, there's your two spots. I think it's a real problem for the SEC if Texas keeps winning because they beat Bama. Yeah. And if Texas wins their conference yeah, and they beat Bama at Bama and Alabama upsets Georgia, I think that's the, that's the ticket yeah. to the SEC getting none. Now, I, now, if Texas loses, yeah. we we throw away this whole conversation. Yeah, if obviously Georgia, they're going to be number one if they went out. Yeah, but with all these undefeateds, I don't know how you'd stick Georgia in if right. they don't win. Yeah, um, and that's not their fault, but it's the rest of the undefeateds. Uh, but if as long as Texas loses and Alabama wins the SEC, I think they're in. Yeah, I think that's the only the only way it happens. I don't know, man. This is I got a bad feeling about this one. You know, I, I I think I don't think you could keep an SEC team out, but golly, I mean, I can understand the outside noise too. When you got undefeated, it's like, what else can we do? You know, so is there is that person still in your mentions with the path for Missouri? Is that still alive or no? Uh, no, okay. every now and then, yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean, is the path they've created is that, yeah, is that still in? I mean, in obviously, a lot of things have got to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I still see a scenario. Where's Mizzou on this, on this list? Number nine. Number nine. I mean, you got, yeah. I mean, so they need a lot of a lot chaos. Of, a lot of chaos. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's going to be a wild freaking weekend, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what if uh, Georgia and and Bama lose this weekend, and then it's an ugly SEC championship? Yeah. And they would, and then like Mizzou jumps, but like I think that's what they need. Yeah. Like, how would they? I mean, it it would have to. I, I mean, I don't have all the lists in front of me, but. You'd have to have a couple blowouts between those teams that are already in the top ten. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have Bama losing this week to Auburn. Right. You'd have to have Georgia losing to Georgia Tech and the SEC championship, I would imagine, because they would need two losses, I think, to jump Georgia. Right. So I, I don't I mean, so obviously is there a, a chance, you know, like that old Jim Carrey, you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, there is. But realistically, I think uh I think Mizzou they just they they hit it one year too soon because if we had twelve teams, they're in. You yep. know, yeah, that's tough. But uh, all right, man, I haven't even made my egg bowl, egg bowl pick yet. Yeah. Shame, but mm. <laughs> which ironically is not on that list. <laughs> Devil eggs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you had deviled egg, like a mm. regular de- like you gotta you, get off the food. I, I'm gonna get off the food we're here. Thirty so, minutes in, but we with have, the, we're on the you first know with game. the pickle oh. stuff in it, like the relish. Do you like those, or do you like it without the pickles in it? Mm, I got to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of, of any of them, hmm. but I, I've had it at, like, a fancy restaurant, yeah. and it was amazing. So I think I've judged it on <laughs> bad ones. You know okay. what I mean? All so right. I had like a, I've had it fancied up. Yeah. I'm like, these are pretty damn good. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Sorry. That's where I'm at with that. Uh, and Keith says he would like to protest. That Shane Bot is not on this one, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I can't wait for this egg bowl. And in history tells us, mm-hmm. underdogs at home, they surprise in this game. 
often. Mm-hmm. And how fired up is Ole Miss for this one? Because it sounds like Mississippi State's fired up as hell. Yeah. Now, you know, turmoil in the coaching staff. There's, and here's the sad reality. I mean, there's guys on this staff that are – if I just had to guess, Shane. I mean, I, I don't know this, so I'm not calling them out specifically. But there's got to be assistants on this staff yeah. that are already, like, looking for their next job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because how yeah. could they not? Because a lot of them just got brought in by Arnett. Right. They ain't coming back. They're they're out of a job here in a week. So they're who knows how focused they are. So that is a that is a something to, to consider. Jackson Dart. What if he doesn't play in this game? I mean, I'd hate it. I want to see him play, but if he doesn't play, I like Mississippi State chances even more. Uh, Will Rogers back? I just you know Mississippi State's defense. Bad matchup. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad matchup. So. If they're going to win this game, it's going to have to be a scoring fest. And I'm right there with you, Shane. I mean, I, I think Ole Miss wins it, mm-hmm. but because it's at home, because it's a rivalry game, and this is a Mississippi State team loaded with seniors, Yeah, they ain't going to lay down for right. Ole Miss. They won the Egg Bowl last year on the road. They can do it again. Give me Ole Miss 30, Mississippi State 21. Yeah. So I think it's a you know, one-score type ball game. Something Things will have to break right. But if they do, I think Mississippi State can pull a stunner here. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing about this game is there's a lot of kids on both rosters from the state of Mississippi that grew up watching this game. So it means more to them, too, you know. So I think that's why you just get the the absolute best out of both of these teams. Yep. All right, Shane, how about uh, Friday? Mm-hmm. We got Mizzou. At Arkansas, one win away from your 10-win prediction. The only man that picked Mizzou to win 10 right there. Uh, Tigers favored by 7.5 points on the road. The over-under is 54.5 points, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central on CBS. We're, <laughs> we're so close to the end on CBS, SEC. But we got, we got one on Friday, too. Uh, who are you liking the matchup? Well, let's go ahead and get that second lock out of the way, oh, Mike, because no. <laughs> I've locked them down all year long, baby. Mizzou getting them 10 wins. They got to do that by beating Arkansas. We all know it's going to happen. Arkansas, yes, I think it's big that Sam Pittman's getting to come back. I think that's going to bring a little bit more life back in this locker room because they they know that their future is still intact. But the problem is, Mike, they're going against a team that I think Got a little taste of potential upset last week. The floor. I think that that's the best thing that could have happened to Mizzou going into this weekend was about getting beat by the Florida Gators because now they understand that they cannot overlook anybody, including a team that is on life support right now. Arkansas could come in here, could pull off an upset, and I'm not saying it's not it, it can't happen, but I just think. The, the stars are lined up, man. This this storied program to finish the season the way that they've been doing all year long. They gotta they gotta put a bow on this thing, mm. and that is knocking down the Razorbacks because Mizzou does not lose to Arkansas. Mike, give me Mizzou Tigers thirty eight, Arkansas twenty four. Yeah, we got another lock here. I'm gonna throw this up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> This is Graham eating uh what is he? He's eating a turkey. He's with... got turkey. It looks like he's eating some sweet potatoes yeah. or something, but uh he is he's happy. He's happy and he's got his Mizzou sweater hoodie on. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
Uh, this is a big one. This is always a fun one. And there was a lot of, sh- there's been a lot of shit talking when we went to SEC media days. This is the one that, that kept coming up the most was Mizzou. I don't, Arkansas fans don't understand why they keep losing Mizzou. Mizzou is like, they're the ones that ex- have accepted this as a rivalry. It's, 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 it's just turned into one of my favorite games. And I'm glad that it was on Friday because sometimes, uh, you know, I think they were talking about flexing on Saturday. This is good. Now everybody again can watch this game, and and they're gonna they're gonna enjoy one, right? And here's the thing, Shane. That uh, you know, it's I I get it. Arkansas fans hate this, and mm-hmm. I think Missouri fans have started to come around that that's it's they can needle them, and that's that's how you make a rivalry. Yeah, but it's also you know good on the SEC for making this like a Friday tradition standalone. Yeah, I think it that helps make it somewhat of a tradition too, or a building tradition, right? Let's call it what it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, Mizzou's got an elite passing attack. It's bad news for Arkansas, but Mizzou's got mm, corn efficiency, number 100 pass defense in the country. Mm-hmm. So I think KJ can have some success at home. They're saying Mizzou fans, they're, they're claiming they're going to stripe the stadium out. Mizzou's saying that oh, in Fayetteville. Oh. Can you believe that? That's the kind of talk. That gets you upset on the road, brother. Let me just tell you. I mean, you're bringing Sam Pittman back. Players are fired up. Fired up. KJ's fired up. I don't know if you saw this yet, Shane, but uh, Rocket Sanders, he got hurt mm-hmm. pretty bad. So he's out for the year. Um, another one of the running backs, Dominion, I believe he's out. Yeah. So we're a little thin there. Uh, someone in the comments, Shane, said uh, Arkansas needs to bring back Dan Enos. <laughs> <laughs> We ain't going that far. We ain't going that that far. But uh, I don't know, man. I I just I just got a weird feeling about this one. And you can tell by the spread, only seven. I mean, when the spread, I thought it would be like seventeen or something crazy. It's only seven and a half. I don't know, Shane. When these rivalry, it is a rivalry to me. (laughs) But often, you know, when 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 you think there's so many games that Arkansas, we got this one. Yeah, and they shit the bed. So I'm I'm thinking when. 90% 90% of them are like, God, we're going to get whooped by Mizzou. Mm-hmm. I think this might be the one where they flip it. And they might say, uh, oh, I don't know, Sam Pittman, <laughs> what you doing? What you cooking with fire over there? Upset special, Shane. Arkansas, 24. Mizzou, 23. I'm going outright upset. Oh, gee. I'm going to Arkansas Friday. I think this is because they bring back Sam Pittman. You get that dark cloud out from under the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause if they don't show up here <laughs> the same week, they announced they're bringing back their coach. They, I mean, hell, they may as well fire his ass. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. I, I'm not saying they, it's not, I'm not saying do or die. They have to win it. Yeah. But if they, if they, if this is repeat of Auburn a couple weeks ago, I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, I'm like you, but I think if they would have steamrolled the Gators last week, they would have, done exactly what they did last weekend to Arkansas. Arkansas's got a good team, and they've been in a lot of good games. That's the crazy thing is. It's like right. when you look at Arkansas's record, it's a little deceiving when you look at all the games that they've been in. You know, They were right toe-to-toe with LSU, toe-to-toe with Ole Miss. You know, they, they, They've been able to, to hang with a lot of these programs, but they've just not been able to finish the games. So, you know. <laughs> you can't, the Tiger don't change his stripes, Mike. And right now, Arkansas can't win close games. That's why, even if it was a close game, I'm going to lean a little more toward Mizzou because they show me they've been able to do it. So, yeah, um, yeah I think last week was a big one and a big momentum uh, push for 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 the Tigers. 
Mm, Brett says, bad pick. You guys trying to get Walmart as a podcast sponsor? <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take him if they want to uh, give us that money. Yeah. All right, how about this one, Shane? Into the Saturday action. Loaded mm-hmm. slate here. Kentucky at Louisville. Yeah. Louisville is favored by seven. Over under 50 and a half total points. Noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central on ABC nationally televised. Mm-hmm. What do you like in this one? Who do I like or who do I want to win, Mike? Because <laughs> I kind of like Louisville's situation, but I want Kentucky to win. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. And I'm a little frustrated with how they've been playing here, especially last week on the road. A lot of boneheaded mistakes, just just dumb turnovers. This this team is just – it's sometimes it feels like it's 95% there and then it falls apart. You know, it's just this program – has not played a complete game in nine weeks. So yeah. I'm expecting them to get it this week, Mike. I'm expecting the Wildcats because I'm not saying Stoops is on the hot seat. He's not. But there's people talking. You know, people are upset with what we've had here. You know, on some of the c- kind of conservative play calling. You know, you got you got Ray Davis coming out here you know, deleting tweets after the game. I expect a heavy dose of that. You know, there's there's some locker room, not issues, but there is some frustrated players in that room that I think get some of that out this weekend. This is – Kentucky hates Louisville, man. Louisville hates Kentucky. And Louisville, for the first time in a long time, is expecting a win this weekend. And I think that's good. I think that's good for them, Kentucky. Big Blue Nation, mm. they need – a damn upset, Mike. They need a top 10 win, something that yeah. just has not happened this year, but they get it Saturday, baby. <laughs> Give me Morristown Honda, Kentucky 28, <laughs> Louisville 27. Just an extra point. Can you believe that? Oh, I don't. <laughs> and I think you're just being an SEC homer on that Maybe. one, Shane. Maybe. Stoops already bought basketball tickets, they're saying. oh boy i don't know about it shame louisville's got a top 10 defense too i didn't realize that until i started digging into the numbers here i just thought jeff brom high flying offense Mm -hmm. i watched them the other week they were they were very explosive they got a really good running back he's actually got more rushing yards than ray davis yeah of course he plays in a weak ass league (laughs) but uh i mean louisville still got hopes for a playoff i don't think people realize they're they're undefeated in conference I think uh, either way they're, they've locked up a spot in the ACC championship. Yeah. If they can beat undefeated Florida state, they have, they have an opportunity mm-hmm. and everything you said about Kentucky is true. And Devin Larry's coming out here that today and said, you know, they asked him, are you thinking about because of COVID? I guess he's got like an extra year. Yeah. So he's, I don't even think he's interested. I mean, I think he's like over and done with yeah. it. And I don't blame him. I don't know if Kentucky wants him back because they got a they got a star quarterback coming in. But he, he'll be a freshman. So, but it's been that kind of year for Kentucky, Shane. And, and like you said, I mean, toughness seems to be an issue. Passing, I mean, the offense is just dreadful right now. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me this offense that can barely do anything right is going to score 28 points on a top 10 defense? I don't think so, <laughs> Shane. I get it, but I think Louisville's red hot. I think. They've got a major advantage in the coaching front with Jeff Brom. I think he's a top 10 coach, and yeah. I, I think he's proven that this year. So give me Louisville 27, Kentucky 13. I don't even think this is a ball game. Oh, geez. 
Kentucky is this is not their year. I know, I know it's not, but again, I, I think sometimes it gets skewed by the conference they're in, and I think you know Kentucky is just they've they're frustrating because you could see the talents there. I, I right. going into this game, I'm if I had a pick, I don't I don't care. I'm not watched any Louisville games, but I've seen Brom get knocked out three times in the exit. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> we're gonna get get a heavy dose of that again. You yeah. know. I get it. He's been doing great up there, but their better football team is in Lexington. They just have not played a complete game. And I just, like you said, with a lot of these other games, you got to remember this is a senior game. You know, this is the last time some of these guys get to play and, and uh, you know, they may not get to suit up in the bowl or something like that, you know? So I don't know. I just think there's a little bit more on the line. Mark knows it. I think these boys are dialed in. And I think they get back to a little bit of that old Kentucky football mm. and just, hey, let's give Ray 40 attempts, man. Let's just run it. If we got to do it three yards at a time and it's ugly and, and they want to play keep away, that's fine. Let's do that. I think just the bigger, better team's going to win. And um, and and I hate to say it, but I've, it's going to be considered an upset. But I think Kentucky gets one this weekend. Mm. I'm, maybe if it was at Kentucky, I'd, I would agree with you. Yeah. But they do hate each other and yeah. they seem to always play well against them. Mm -hmm. So I hope you're right, Shane, because it would be good for the SEC. But you know what's also good for that SEC, Shane? And that's headed on over to mybookie.ag, <laughs> online sports book, that promo code, that SEC. They're willing to give you a $200 cash bonus exclusive to our audience with that promo code, that SEC. They got all kinds of Thanksgiving promos and, mm -hmm. and prop bets and things of that nature over at mybookie. It's not just college football, NFL I think basketball started back up. So they got you covered over at mybookie.ag online sportsbook. And don't forget that promo code, that SEC. This man's on a heater. <laughs> you know, he's got two two locks. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get two yeah, locks. I'm this feeling week. good this weekend. Like I, last last weekend, that was bought chain. He messed up, but this one's back. Yeah. You know, so I'm ready. I'm, you want to make some money, then pick those. I just gave you, I'm basically giving money away. Yeah. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that. SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
Well, let's get, give them some more on this one, Shane. Texas A&M at LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU favored by 11 and a half points over under 66 and a half. Game kicks off noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central on ESPN. Big time upset last year, Shane. Yeah. A&M beat LSU. No one saw that coming. Yeah. Does it happen again? <laughs> they could, Mike. It could. But I think uh, I think old Kelly's trying to do something down there. He's trying to get his boy Heisman, and to mm. do that, he's letting Jay. He's Daniels is going to be playing till the very last second of this game, and I think that's what comes down to here. I think A&M's kind of opened up a little bit. You see, yeah. they're starting to have fun on the sidelines, and I love that. There are better days ahead for them Aggies out there, and a big upset would be awesome for that fan base. But I don't think you're going to get it this weekend, Mike, because I feel like this is going to be forced into a shootout, and that plays in favor of the best quarterback in the entire country, and he does reside down there <laughs> in Baton Rouge. So give me – I'm not going to waste time here, Mike, because I, I really thought this this may be the funnest game that you see this weekend just because it is every time you watch an LSU game anymore because the defense just go right out the window. Right. But LSU 42 – Texas A&M, 31. Oh. So if you're following the points there, yeah, um, I like I like A&M with the points, but I still think this is going to be a fun game. How about this comment from Paul, Shane? Billy Lucci is going to abduct Jay Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and Nima, always an elite commenter. Jimbo will be watching from his million-dollar yacht in the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, my God. You think he? I don't think he'll be watching. He's turning mm-hmm. this stuff off. No, he's over it. Yeah. He is over he's it. He's put his Christmas tree out and everything. Yep. But uh, I like a lot of what you had to say, Shane. I didn't realize this. I mean, I guess you could see it because you just if you watch LSU. But they got according to efficiency, mm-hmm. number one pass offense and number one rush offense Jeez. in the country over at LSU. The problem, Shane, and this is identical defense. Yeah. Number 121 pass defense, number 121 rush defense. I don't know how I've never seen this in my life. Like elite of elite on one side, awful of awful on the other. So it probably will be a high scoring game. I'm mm-hmm. I'm loving what I'm seeing from his uh Jalen Henderson at Texas A&M, their quarterback. Yeah. A little bit of a spark he's giving them. They got, you know, it just seems like they're having fun. Yeah. Now they've been beating the crap out of bad teams. Right. So it's it's going to be a different story here LSU. Course, LSU defense is pretty bad, but yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to slow them down. But I do think it's going to be back and forth, back and forth. And this is another one, Shane, where people this ain't a rivalry. Why is the SEC trying to make this a rivalry? <laughs> well, you make it a rivalry when you fight after the game, yeah, when there's you know, you're dousing your coach with Gatorade and you didn't even win the damn game, <laughs> and and all those things that happened last year's upset, this year upset. That's how you make it a rivalry, Shane. Uh, and now that Jimbo's not there, I, I like it. A&M's chances even more. I really do. But there's only one Jane Daniels. Yeah. And that's what this game's going to come down to. So I'm right there. We, we almost have the same score, but I, I think A&M keeps it even closer. I'm going LSU 42, A&M 35. Ooh. Back and forth, back and forth. A&M may even have the lead here in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But I think it's Jane Daniels' heroics that wins them the day. The day. And I think after the, you know, at the end of the game, Brian Kelly's going to be like, "This is a four-win team without <laughs> yeah. this man." You know, yeah. but we're we're doing it because of Jane Daniels, and I, I think it only helps his case. To, it's almost like the defense is like, 
Just let him score. So, yeah, so Jane yeah. can pump his stats. It's like, it's like the video game. Yeah, you know, you know like, absolutely. <laughs> They're just doing mad blitz the entire time. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right. And, and, you know, obviously that's the, that's the storyline. Everybody knows it. And, and again, when you're looking at the numbers, it needs to be, it needs to be brought up, man. And I, I really do hate it because these votes and stuff, obviously they, if, if he doesn't get it, man, yeah. and you give it to one of these other guys, I mean, the system's just completely trash. You right. know, They're just giving it to a quarterback to make the playoff. Yeah, exactly. You know? they, they want to. They want to. They want to be, hey, show their friends who they voted for. You know, look, I'm going to Bo Nix. Yeah, one lost Bo Nix. You know what I'm saying? What? Yep. Is that, that's your guy? You know? So, I, I'm that, sorry. That ain't my guy. That ain't my guy. All right, how about this one, Shane? Iron Bowls. Lost a little bit of luster mm-hmm. thanks to – Freaking New Mexico, but uh, Alabama at Jordan, 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 Jordan Hare Stadium. Uh, Alabama favored by 14 and a half points uh-huh. on the road was 10 over under 48 and a half. Pretty low, not a high scoring game, according to the odds makers here. 330 Eastern, 230 Central on CBS. Last time we're getting Gary in a regular yeah. season game. Who you got? In, uh, what are the best games in all of college football? You know, it's funny. I stumbled across a video earlier of Byrne mm-hmm. talking about his favorite. You know, because CBS, it's I mean, bittersweet. A lot of great CBS games that have come through, and obviously, it's the last year we've had them. And and Vern was talking about his favorite, and it was the kick six. You know, yeah. And he just kind of broke it down play by play, and you know, and and I'll never forget at the end. You know, he he says, I, "Me and Gary just." Didn't say a word. You know, we just sat there for, I think it was like a minute and 15 seconds, just let, just soaking it all in because it was such a special, special game. And there have been a lot of those. The Iron Bowl, if, if you ask anybody what's the greatest rivalry in the country, you know, you're going to hear some people from up north talk about Michigan and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But we all know the real answer, Mike. It is the Iron Bowl. This is the the pinnacle of rivalries. This is if you looked up a definition of the word, I guarantee three articles below it is going to be about the Iron Bowl. Yeah. So it it's going to have a lot of future games that are going to be tight. We've had a lot of past games that have been tight. I don't know if we get it this year, but as soon as I say it, we will. You know, I think. Obviously, Auburn losing in Mexico State took a, a huge hit to the pride, and a lot of people thinking about the ticket prices kind of went down. Yeah. But I think that pays, plays favor for Hugh Freeze because, again, now you've got a team that just saw you get beat by a team you had to pay money to, you know. But at the end of the day, it comes down to players, and I just think Alabama has too many of them. Mm. Jalen is – we just talked about how great Daniels is. If Daniels did not exist, we'd be talking about Milro and all the great things that he's done this season to put them in a place to potentially win an SEC championship. From what the what we saw week one to this one here, you talk about comeback player of the year, man. Alabama is hitting on all cylinders because of him in particular. So, brother, I... I I would love to say that this is a football game, but I cannot see it being a football game. 
this may be the rumors flying sick Nick Saban's last Iron Bowl, and mm-hmm. you better believe he'll be dialed in for it. Give me Alabama 35, Auburn 10. Uh, Bobby G says it scares me that I think a lot like Shane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, as you were going off, there's a lot of people in the comments that are yeah. like, Michigan, Ohio State's the best. Let me let me tell you why that's wrong, Shane. Why is it wrong? Well, first of all, those teams are irrelevant nationally. Yeah. They never win a damn thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State, I think they won like two national championships in like yeah. 60 years. I think Michigan's won one. Or yeah. I, no, I think it was half. I think I think it's literally half of one. That's what they won. So get the hell out of here with that. But also, what I love about most of these, Iron Bowl, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Clemson, South Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville, the Egg Bowl. Yeah. These are in-state. I think it, I think that ramps it up significantly. Yes. I mean, you think people in, I don't know, Sandusky, Ohio, are, are you know, are they running into Michigan people every day? Hell no. They're all just a bunch of luck guys, you know? Yeah. You think in Detroit, they're, they're running into Buckeyes all day? Hell no. They're all, you know, th- that's Michigan, Michigan State, all that garbage. I, I think in the SEC down here, you got to live with these people. Yeah. And you, and it's, and it's every day. It's an everyday war and it's, it ramps up to another level. Like, I know so many people that live in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. They said, when you meet people, that's the first damn thing. they After they ask you your name, they say, you for Bama or you for Auburn? And they judge you for the rest of your life based yeah. on that one answer. I don't think you move to Cleveland. They're asking <laughs> you, do you like Michigan or Ohio? You know, they don't give a damn up there. You know what I mean? It's just different down here. So I agree with you 100%. And that's the only thing Auburn's got going for them yeah. is just the hatred and the fans, I mean, the fans will be elite for this game. I don't care if Auburn was 0-11. Yeah. They'd still be elite for this game because they want to ruin Alabama's national championship hopes. And if they do, Shane, if they beat Bama, even if Bama next week goes on and beats Georgia, they ain't going to the playoff. No. Nope. So this is an opportunity to throw a wrench into that. And, you know, I, I may have even picked Auburn, Shane, had they not lost to New Mexico. <laughs> that just throws a whole wrench in the whole thing. I can't figure out Auburn for the life of me, and that's probably good for Auburn, Shane, because I was down on them against Mississippi State. I was down on them against Arkansas, mm-hmm. and they beat both those teams. They beat them convincingly. And I started to get on the hype train, and then I got right back <laughs> off after last week. So I'm right there with you. Give me Alabama 35, I, I even more lopsided than you. Auburn 10. I don't even think it's going to be a ball. I don't know how Auburn's going to score on this team. Did you say 35-10? 30, or, or, or 30, I'm sorry, I was looking at your score. 35-13. I, I got it closer than you. <laughs> lock of the week. But this is my lock of the week right here. I, I think Alabama cruises, I, and I don't even feel confident about that 13. I, and I, I would almost feel more confident that Alabama could score more. But as sad as this is for me to say, Shane, I think they're going to be like, let's not – Run Jalen Milrow too much. Yeah. Let's not have him go in the fourth quarter. We got us a damn war next week against Georgia. So I, I it's sad to say, but I think they're going to take it a little bit easy on them. Yeah. Well, and if Auburn somehow pulls off the miracle, let's go ahead and scrub this thing and try to find that video <laughs> at the start of the season where you said they were going to pull off the upset. <laughs> They're saying uh, I should not have said uh, Sandusky. Interesting choice. 
What uh, wasn't that where he lived? Uh, the only reason, the only damn town I know up there is Tommy Boy. Wasn't that where he lived? Oh, yeah. 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 We did say Penn State, you know. So, I mean, it's Ohio State and uh, Michigan. And, and I'm with you because, the, you know, that's the thing I hear a lot of is, is families divided, you know. Right. And, you know, they grew up either Auburn, Alabama, or, you know, that relationships never form because their parents absolutely despise it. I mean, that's just what football means down here in the South now. Um, and, and to make it continue, you got to have close football games. So I do think sooner than later, these games are going to be tied again. But it, it, it does not – if I told you, Mike, the only upset that happens this weekend is the Iron Bowl – you're not just floored like uh, how the hell did that happen? Even though you locked it in the back of your mind, you're saying, well, crazier things have happened in that damn stadium. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, how about uh, Vanderbilt at Tennessee, Shane? Vols favored by 27 points. Over-unders 56 and a half. 330 Eastern, 230 Central on SEC Network. And I mean, I already know who you're going to pick, but I'm really just asking yeah. for the score here, I guess. The score, I'll just go ahead and knock it out. It's 49-21. And the reason <laughs> I've got it like that is Hopple's going to make this one personal. And, and and I hate to say it for Vanderbilt, but we got embarrassed. We got our teeth kicked in last couple of weeks, Mike. Tennessee needs a as a get right. And and I, and I, I I've, I'm hearing all the Nico and the Joe talk. You know, this is Joe's last senior. I'm not. I'm, I'm expecting him to play majority of the game. I I do think Nico gets in at the tail end of this thing, but I expect a lot of points. I expect aggressive play calling. Tennessee Vols are going to put a uh, just. They're just going to hammer Vandy. So give me give me the Vols. Uh, what I say 40, 49, 49, 21? 21. Yeah, over under two and a half series for Nico. Uh, I say over. I say over. I think he gets the whole fourth quarter. I think I, because think again, they're hiding them. Seems like they're hiding them. Well, I, I I've heard the old um, what's it called the the red shirt, right? Is, is so he know, could play. I mean, he could play every snap of this, and he still can redshirt. Correct, but again, Joe Milton, this is it yeah. for him. And and say what you want, you, you know, Joe, he was put in a tough spot. I mean, the, high, expectations were high. The team kind of decimated around him a little bit, you know. And right. and I've. I've been up and down on Joe. Anybody listening, they know. I've said my 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 piece with that. But again, I respect him and everything he's done for the kids in that locker room. So no reason to pull him on his final game, potentially his final football. You know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what the bowl game's gonna look like, but it could be, you know. I expect more Nico in, in right. the fourth quarter. Well, Shane, I mean, there's really no way to sugarcoat this, but uh so I pulled the efficiency stats. Mm -hmm. Vanderbilt. 112th passing offense, 117th rushing offense. Mm. How about the defense? Well, Clark Lee, defensive yeah. guy. 118 pass defense. <laughs> <laughs> 110th rush defense. I mean, they can't do yeah. anything right. Yeah. And this is efficiency. This is not just straight numbers. So, my goodness, I don't, I don't know if 49 will be enough. Mm. You know, Tennessee always seems to have a field day on, uh, on these Vanderbilt Commodores, getting in that home. This this has got to be a get right game. Yeah. This has got to be a game where, you know, you get you've been kind of getting embarrassed here lately. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, whatever you you could score hundred on Vanderbilt doesn't make up for any of that. Right. But like you said, I mean, this is an opportunity to to send a lot of guys out with a win at home. So uh, I mean, I don't I don't see any path to this being 
a competitive ball game. Uh, I would, I would give Nico the entire second half. You're saying fourth. I'd, I'd give him the whole second half. I really would. Cause I think it'll be a 30, 35 point game at that time. So give me Tennessee 42 Vanderbilt 14. And here's a prediction for you, Shane. Three Vols have a hundred rushing yards in this game. Yeah. How about that? One of them, Nico. Oh, man, you're going to steal it. I was going to surprise you with that at the end. But, yeah, what if he's one of them? Yeah, I love it. I, don't, I mean, I get it. I get it. And I try not to be. I, I, again, I, I, I want to see Joe finish it out and, and have a great first half. But, yeah, let's get some youngins in here because, again, we got to – you got you're, – you're a salesman, man. You got to sell these recruits that, hey, this was just a – this was a one-off. You know, we had a bad season. But look what we got back here. Look what next year is going to look like. We just need to get this guy some pieces. You get, you're a salesman. You got these recruits coming in. You know, let's let's have some fun, man. And and I think you're right. I think there there's going to be a little bit more of that, a little more flash in this one, because again, we're going to sell tickets and we're going to get this fan base back. Bobby, after uh, hearing all those great Vanderbilt, yeah. he said, "Well, they're a balanced team." <laughs> well, I Vander, Vanderbilt fans that they are thankful that the season is almost over so <laughs> that they can come back next year with a clean slate, a healthy quarterback, new stadium. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of good things happening in Vandy. Uh it's just unfortunately not on this football field Saturday. All right, how about uh the night game, Shane? Florida State at Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida State favored by six and a half on the road, over under 50 and a half total points. Games at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN. And, unfortunately, both starting quarterbacks out. Tough yeah. injuries last week. So, that that adds some intrigue to this matchup. Florida State's undefeated. They've already locked up a spot in the ACC championship game. Florida's fighting for their bowl lives. They have to win it to get to the postseason. What do you like in the game? Oh, man, this is going to be a good one, I think. Yeah. This, this is going to be a good game. And, you know, it looks totally different than we thought it would two weeks ago. Right. Like you said, we got two new quarterbacks coming in here. Um, but we got a little film on both the guys here, so they kind of know what they're getting into. I really do like some of the steps forward that that Billy's offense has made. Um, I'm still completely frustrated with the defense side of the ball. Yeah. But I think that loosens up a little bit now that we don't have a potential Heisman candidate at, at the helm there at Florida State. So I think this is a tricky good game and going to come down to the wire and potentially the final possession, you know. You see Vegas doing it. They're shifting the – but expect a big, big game from ETN. Expect a big, big – I'm surprised you didn't put some some prize picks on them, boys, because they are going – it's going to be a little slow at times, mm-hmm. a little methodical, but I, I'm telling you, at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to time of possession, and I think Florida – going to have a little bit more of it this is a big upset mike you just been going straight sec uh, yeah man <laughs> why wouldn't i because i'm thankful for the sec and and it's got to happen we've not had any upsets all year long except for auburn but we're going to have one this weekend mike we're going to have a couple of them this weekend mm-hmm. i picked kentucky i pick in florida to beat florida state okay. i couldn't do two hondas so give me florida 28 florida state 24 mm. They get a bowl. Florida State, they're out of the talk for a college football playoff. Missouri scenario starting to come back alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. That's why you're good. Okay, I got you. I got you. Well, I like a lot of what you had to say there, Shane, but um, 
here's one thing that's got me worried about it. Because I was I was thinking the same with you, Shane, but Florida State, mm-hmm. according to efficiency, number five pass defense in the country. That's a bad matchup for Max Brown. Meanwhile, you say, well, Florida State's got back up too. Mm-hmm. Florida pass defense, 113th. So, I mean, this is a good defense to start with. Yeah. If you're Florida State, I don't even know his damn name, but whoever it is, they, they got weapons. They got two elite receivers at mm-hmm. Florida State. Uh, man, I, I just, I don't know, Shane. Florida's playing better and better. And I, I asked this uh, to someone earlier today, and this is kind of sad to say, but, um, you know, Florida, let's say this is like an overtime game, but they lose it. Five straight losses to end the season. But you're looking tough, and you're looking – I mean, this is undefeated Florida State. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not – we're not playing for losses. We're not playing for tight losses. But this seems like a sad sentence. I'm not trying to troll, but, I mean, I don't know if I'd ever – I'd be more confident about a team that lost five games to end the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that I'd be <laughs> in Florida because they're looking yeah. better and better, not the defense, but the rest of the pieces – I just think they're they're lacking talent on defense, and they're making the most of the offense. So I guess what I'm asking you is, uh, you know, I, I'm starting to warm up to Billy Napier. I really am after the, the past couple of weeks. Uh, if he loses this, or would you, if it's very close, again, this is top five team in the country here. We're, we're, we shouldn't come in here expecting we're going to whoop our ass, but just because they're down a quarterback, because we're out of quarterback too, and our yeah. quarterback's been playing really good. So I, I don't know. In in does that make sense at all? Like a close loss, would they have a lot of momentum going into the offseason? What's your what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I, I you definitely don't want to blow out. You know, I, I I want a close game potential. I mean, I still do think there's a shot here for an upset, right? And 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 the reason I'm saying that is because you know Florida has created a system. Mm. You know, it's not it's not. Like you watch an LSU game, that's an individual playing. You know, right. you watch the Florida game, it's a team. And and I yes, does it suck that Mertz is out? Absolutely, but you know, I don't think they miss that much here. You know, I I think that this is a program that now has a new tool to use with his mobility, and and I think that may be the factor to keep some of these drives alive because that's all Billy wants to do. He wants these long. 12 15 play drives yeah. and 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 get a score and keep it away so that their defense is 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 fresh when they get out there because part of the reason that Florida has struggled here is because they've been on the field the entire game and when you're on the field the entire game you realize how thin they are so i i think kind of getting back to that is 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 going to help the Florida Gators kind of stretch this thing out a little bit it's at home. Yeah. You, you you can hang this on. You could say, "Hey, man, we just went on the road to a top ten team and almost pulled off an upset. Why can we not at home pull off an upset against a top four team that doesn't have their generational quarterback anymore?" Yeah, that sold out crowd too. Absolutely. Nima says, "You know, you said Florida's created a system." Yeah, system of giving up 50 a game. <laughs> yeah, obviously there's some changes yeah, gonna be yeah, made at the yeah, end of the season. Yeah. Well, Shane, I, you know, again, you're you're I like all the points you're making, but this is a top five team. This is an undefeated Florida State mm-hmm. trying to win a national championship. Give me the better roster, the better coach, the better program. Mm-hmm. Florida State 27, Florida. 28 Honda Morristown. <laughs> Come on, man. I think Florida makes a bowl game. I think they break Florida State's heart. And I think uh, no one's going to be happy with six and six. No. But this will be the best 
path to six and six, snapping Florida State streak. And if their court, if Graham Mertz and and Jordan Travis were both healthy, I'd pick Florida State. Yeah, I really would. But I I liked what I saw from Max Brown last week. So yep. who knows? Maybe he's the next big thing in the SEC. I mean, yeah. he 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 looked pretty damn. He looked good. apart, man. Looked yeah. apart on the road. Yes. Yeah. All right. How about this one, Shane? Uh, Georgia mm-hmm. at Georgia Tech. M Dogs favored by twenty four points on the on the road i say but they're gonna be more georgia mm-hmm. fans than anything they're over under 59 and a half points 7 30 eastern 6 30 central on abc who are you liking this one <laughs> well <laughs> give me them georgia Bulldogs. i don't know i mean maybe if we're in the 50s you can convince me georgia tech has a shot here but but uh them bulldogs they you know they i'm not expecting a lot of you know extravagant play calling here I, I i expect just kind of that let's let's get out there let's get the win and go home mm-hmm. you got to be careful georgia tech does have a pretty good offense you got we got to see a little bit earlier this year with uh with old miss yeah um so you can't just you can't throw out the the playbook but you know the momentum that that the bulldogs have right now just keep pounding man just keep pounding if you're gonna if you're gonna beat alabama and i'm not saying like that that's a huge obstacle either, but I don't think you could take your foot off the gas because Alabama's not going to take their foot off the gas when they play Auburn this weekend, and and that's my biggest concern, man. Is is honestly a college football playoff without an SEC program, and how that happens is Georgia messing around, playing with their food against Georgia Tech, which they've done before, and then find out they get steamrolled or or beat bad in the SEC championship. This is an opportunity to keep that momentum going. And to prove everybody that this team does not take a does not take a Saturday off, come out here, put some points on them early, get your backups in there, try to stay healthy, and then when you roll into the SEC championship, come away as uh you know on on track for your third national championship. So, uh, did I give you a score already? Forty five. I got Georgia forty five. Georgia Tech. They sneak a few points there at the end. Seventeen. Mm. Not a ball game at all. Yeah, I mean I can't. Mm-mm. I can't get a path to one either, Shane. Georgia 48, Georgia Tech 13. I mean, I think it's even more embarrassing than you. Yeah. And, it, and they, I mean, they could pick their damn score. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing, uh, mistake Georgia Tech ever made was beating Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's personal. Ooh. It's personal now. So they're going to steamroll off to uh, the SEC championship. There's, I mean, I'm not going to waste people's time with no. this, this breakdown. All right. Final game here, Shane Clemson. At South Carolina, the Tigers favored by seven points on the road, over under 51 and a half points, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. Huge game here for Beamer. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Well, maybe it wasn't Cocktober, but it's Covember, I guess is what you want to call it. Shane Beamer and company are doing some pretty special things. They're finding ways to win games they're not supposed to, and they're on they're they're on the edge, Mike. Yeah. They got to have a win here to get to a bowl game, and and I think you erase all the negativity that you had in October if you pull off this one here. And it's not a it's not a tough feat. It's something you just did last year on the road. Clemson's limping into this thing as well. Now they've had a couple of wins here lately, and and Dabo saying the same stupid shit at the at the you know whatever you know that's its own storyline. But to squash it or to put the flame underneath his seat anymore 
you got to pull off a big upset. And the only way you do that is the listeners at home, is the fans. Something Beamer talked about earlier this week, it was the loudest he ever heard William Bryce Stadium. You have got to create chaos. Mm. It has got to be the loudest. And I know it's hard. It's not easy to go into a stadium to watch a five-win team on the final game of the year. I get that. But you have an opportunity to knock out Clemson two years in a row. Okay? That's a that's a monumental step forward, man. And I think that's what they got to do. It, they got to rally. They got to get behind their boys. They got you, – you, you got – some of them out there fighting for their life, man. It's it's come down to two or three star athletes, but everybody else is leaving everything on the field here. So get behind them, boys, because I think if you make it out to here, you're going to watch another SEC upset. Give me South Carolina 31, Clemson 28. Davo crying in his khakis on the sideline. <laughs> What did Dabo ever do to you? Oh, Dabo. <laughs> There's one guy out there. He wants me to call him the B word. I, I can't do it because my mom <laughs> listens to this thing. But but I am not a fan of Dabo. Obviously, I've made that perfectly clear. But, you know, the thing about Beamer is we've got to see some of these young kids starting to step up toward the end of the season. And it's a glimpse of what is to come in South Carolina you know, knocking, I mean, that's a huge step, knocking off Clemson two years in a row. So, and you have a shot to get in a bowl game, get those extra practices for those kids. A lot of great things here, man. Yeah. Well, that would be the biggest win of the season. Yeah. The Gamecocks, best for the last. Spencer Rattler's red hot. You know, if not for Jane Daniels, I would make the case Spencer Rattler deserves all SEC quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he may be second team. And his numbers, you know, it's not about numbers. It's about how much you're elevating your team, right. you know. So I, he's he's killed it, despite what I thought he'd do in the preseason. So he's done fantastic. Xavier Leggett, I think he's the breakout star of the SEC. Probably going to be a very high draft pick. Um, yeah, a home crowd at night. That certainly could be the difference. But here's the real difference, Shane. <laughs> Clemson's got the number one pass defense efficiency in the country. So if they can slow down Rattler, they can slow down Leggett with their rushing attack, I think they can win this game. I think they will win this game, Shane. And I've been wrong. I've been dead wrong. But this this is the biggest game yet for Shane Beamer, and there's just so many holes on this team. Yeah. And, yeah, they're beating Kentucky, who, when of course, we both pick Kentucky. Yeah. And now we're sitting here saying, Mark Stoops going to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how bad it is. They beat Vanderbilt. I get it. They're, yeah. So they're they're on a little bit of a roll here. But uh, mm, I think this is the biggest game Dabo's had since he's won a championship. Because mm-hmm. if he loses to South Carolina two years in a row, might as well bury this guy. Yeah, He's probably going to be begging to get that A&M job because yeah. his run at Clemson is over if he loses this game. And I would love to see it, Shane. I would too. But I'm not picking it. I'm picking Clemson. 28, South Carolina 24. I think the Clemson Tigers get the win. But I think it's going to be one hell of a game. I really do. God, you hate Gamecocks. You hate the SEC. <laughs> I'm thankful this is your last day there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Shade, before we go, because, I, I, you know, you, you, make a, you can make an argument for all these guys. Yeah. Beamer, uh, Billy Napier, Josh Heupel, um, Mark Stoops, mm-hmm. 
Eli and Sam, which coach or, or any other that I didn't mention there, which one is under the most pressure to win this weekend mm. for many reasons? I mean, if if Drake loses, I mean, I'm not saying they're, they're going to run him off or nothing crazy, but it's like, yeah. damn, this is a dream season. It ends like that's going to be rough. Stoops, it'll be bad for him losing out. But, you know, what five, you know, six of the last seven, whatever it was, awful, awful. Yeah. He's going to be facing some tough questions. Uh, Billy Napier, if you miss a bowl in year two at Florida. Yeah. I mean, you could be Billy Napier's dad and you yeah. can't defend that. Right. Not at Florida. Yeah. Uh, same th- same thing. Beamer year three, we're missing a bowl. We it's flipping back to Clemson. I mean, there you could pick any of these guys is the right answer. But I'm I'm just wondering who do you think well, is under the most pressure? I want to remove one because I don't think it's fair. Is Hopple? Obviously, Hopple. That's loses. the biggest one of all. I think. Yeah, if Hopple lost to Vanderbilt, that would be the top. You know, because right. then it's like it went from worried to panic. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'd like to remove that one because it's, it's it's twenty what twenty four twenty seven twenty seven <laughs> points. So let's just let's take that one off air. The ones I'm I'm, I'm more concerned about is Billy and Beamer. Um, you know Sam's got the guarantee he's coming back next year, so I think that took a little bit of that pressure off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he would have been leading the pack here. Um, drink, I don't think losing it obviously would be very very disappointing for that fan base, especially me since I had ten wins. But uh, I, I think. They'll be fine if that happened. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Obviously, I picked a, a I locked him down for a big upset. Mm. But um, if I'm picking out of the two, Shane Beamer is going. He's at home. Right. He's going against a Clemson team that everyone has made fun of. A seven win team. You're thinking, hey, if there is a year that we should knock these guys off, it's this year. We've got especially two wins in a row here. This this would be that would be a that's a lot of pressure, man. And and again, you're the underdog. I get that, but you shouldn't come into this game as an underdog. You should have the upper hand here. So I, I think that's your that's your real answer. Um, I think the Florida State one that's a tough one, but it's a it's fourth ranked team in the country. So I don't right. think anyone's going to bury Billy. You know, losing to Arkansas got Billy in trouble. You know. This is not going to get him in trouble. So, mm-hmm. yeah, give me Shane Beamer this weekend. That's what I'm saying. I mean, five year olds are coming out <laughs> and giving him shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be one heck of a weekend. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Can't wait to eat all this food. And uh, again, I'll be going live Thursday after the Egg Bowl, Friday after Missouri, Arkansas, Saturday after all these games. So. Uh, th- there's not going to be a, a show on Thanksgiving other than the, the post game egg bowl, but yeah. Uh, so just a heads up on all that, but man, it's, it's been a blast doing mm-hmm. it in person here yeah. all season long. Want to say thanks to all the audience out there for we're blowing up on, on the YouTube. Thanks to absolutely the, the listeners sharing it. I'm I, I imagine so many are sharing it. So, uh, yeah, this, this, has been we jumped great. up over 16 now on YouTube, 16, uh, 16 and some change now, one sixteen one. You know, I'd like to get to 20, and and we did that through you guys, just spreading the word. I mean, it wasn't like we were paying for advertising or anything like that. So, absolutely thankful for everybody, and and we're not going anywhere. You know, it's just the I, I think you're in fact you're probably going to like the the future setup a little bit better. So, uh, we'll be able to be more interactive online with the YouTube. So, if you're not subscribed, jump on there, hit the subscribe button. Um, 
If you haven't got a koozie and you're wondering why not, it's simple. Just d- take a screenshot of that subscription and a five-star review and email it to that SEC podcast at gmail.com. And Mike will take it from there, send you the – make sure you tell them your address because a lot of people don't do that. And then it's like, well, where do you want us to send this? So, uh, and all the koozies are in Nashville. That's why I've yeah. not been able to send them a lot of them out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get those. We're going to be back in, in, in Nashville and uh, look for some pretty cool stuff here in the offseason. Mike's going to be back with the studio. You never know what surprise guest is going to pop in. We've got some cool stuff lined up here toward the end of the season as well. Uh, thinking a little bit of an awards banquet to right around the corner. And we got some pretty cool stuff set up. So we ain't going anywhere. Uh, we'll still be coming out five days a week. It's just, uh, just unfortunate it won't be coming from the Plex anymore. Yep. So I appreciate you, Shane. I appreciate all y'all, especially those that uh, tune in for these live shows. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the, the football and enjoy the food. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.